2: Here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And a lift the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through lifestyle. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Oh, over there, over there. Send the, word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music? Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to a 11. Market. exactly. You can email the show at BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast at gmail.com. That's BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast at gmail.com. It's to swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun—even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with america got your boots ready for some whiskey these boots are made for walking (laughs) one of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you and now the boots and whiskey podcast with jim Belial.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me today. Today, as you know, by the title, we have Presley Tennant on the show. Um, This episode has been in the can for weeks, and I apologize so much to Presley. I have texted her a bunch and told her that, you know, it's not malicious. She's on the schedule. It just, things had popped up that, you know, just just had to happen. And I apologized to her and she understood and she was very gracious about it. Um, but today we have her on, um, her story is very fascinating. I I think it's very interesting to hear this conversation because this is somebody that was on the voice and did well on the voice. Um, you know, we've had Ricky Duran who was on, who, you know, won, right. And now, or, runner-up, or I don't i don't even remember anymore. Um, but Presley is, did just as well. And um, to hear her story and how she went through it all and all that stuff is, is really great. Um, I don't want to give too much away. I want you to hear everything from her perspective, uh, because it was a great episode, and I can't thank her enough for taking the time to chat with us here at the show. So without real further ado, I don't want to take too much time away, because this is a lengthy, lengthy blah, 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 episode today. Um, so as always, we're going to have our commercials for our friends, um, Afterglow Boutique, Hogwash and Rhinestones and Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. Um, if you've noticed, if you've listened to the show, we've we've adjusted some things. Our good, good friends at Beats Beer and Bonfires are changing up some things. We're still going to post with them until the end of the year. Um but Chris over there has kind of taken a new direction, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of ebb and flow with him. Um, he still has our support. Whatever Chris does next, we will be on board with. If he has us, um, we will start. We'll still continue to post on the Beats, Beer, and Bonfires until January first. Um, at that time, the blogs will I think are gonna move to our website. We're working on that now. Um, Chris and I have had great conversation about everything that's that's coming up. There is no hard feelings there at all. I Chris has become a really good friend and a real good buddy in this in this crazy world of country music. So I, I honestly can't thank him enough for what he's done and allowed us to use his platform. Um, like I said, we're going to use it until the end of the year. Um, the Thursday thoughts every week until now until the first will be under his name. Um, over there at Beats Beer and Bonfires, the um, the concert reviews as well. We do have a couple that are coming up this week that we will do for sure. We have Chris Lane this week and Dalton and the Sheriffs. Um, you guys know how much I love them. They're opening that show. We also have another show we're going to be covering on Saturday. Um, I'm not talking too much about it right now. There's a lot of moving parts to it, but Saturday we're going to Maine. Um, and that's all I'm saying for now. But I said I wasn't going to go ramble on, but here I am rambling on without further ado our commercials and then the wonderful Presley tenant enjoy. Hey everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at the afterglowboutique.com. That's the afterglowboutique.com or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey Podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B O O T S at checkout for 20% off at the Afterglow Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey Podcast sent you. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwash and rhinestones.com. Our good friend, Ray, is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place, from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwash and rhinestones.com. Hi. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm doing so great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This is, this is incredible.
0: Oh my gosh, of course. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, you know, so just to kind of give you a, you know, I know we've talked about it and stuff, but this is really about you. You know, this show is to highlight, you know, my guests to, to be you, just be you. I can't really stress that enough, um, you know, because I feel it's important for The audience and the fans to appreciate your music better by knowing who you are as a person rather than you know some you know uh pr kind of thing you know so this is this is for you to shine who you are as presley perfect sounds good (laughs) so so with that you know Tell us who you are, how you got started with all this, and as, thing, as the conversation goes, I'll, I'll jump in and, and, uh, and bother you with some questions.
0: Sounds good. Perfect.
1: <laughs> so the floor is yours.
0: Oh, you were starting to let me to start right now. My oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I am a 19-year-old singer-songwriter um, from Southern California, from the little small town of Norco, and, you know, I grew up singing, I... Started doing little competition shows, took vocal lessons, but I mean, it really started like Talk with Tuesday, Karaoke Night at our local Mexican restaurant, and that was like where my love for singing first started. And I knew I was like, oh my god, I, I want to do this. This is fun. At least, at least in the aspect of like a, like this is like fun to do. I didn't think it would ever be a profession of mine. And then when I was ten, I was introduced to this girl group, and I it was called the five LPs or the five little princesses. We were 10 to 12 or 13 years old. And we were like five little princesses wearing like pink tutus and, and, <laughs> and rhinestones everywhere. And that's like where I really was introduced into the music industry. And I fell in love with every little bit of it down to rehearsals, writing sessions, recording, um, performing, every little bit of it and just being around so many highly influential people that I have looked up to for so long, and just to kind of be a part of it. I mean, I never even knew that world existed. And so when I was in it, I was like, "This, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do." And so from then on, I continued the group, and we were the group was signed right before I joined. They were signed to Britney Spears, and then um, when I joined, we got to meet so many incredible people like the Jacksons, and they brought us out to Vegas, and we got to perform for them, and we. Watched their show at Planet Hollywood, and then Kelly Rowland was a part of it at one point, and it was just such a great learning experience at such a young age because I feel like I got a full crash course of the industry while also learning it. I like my most, what's the right word? Like I would say, like almost influential times or like primitive times, like that. I when I'm learning, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as I, the group fizzled away and we all kind of went our separate ways, but I continued singing and I decided to go solo and continue on my music career. And from then on, I did pop music because that's what I was doing beforehand because it was all I knew. But um, I wrote my own music. I performed. I did all these, th- all these things. And then I was on season 16 of The Voice on Team Kelly. And that was one of the most incredible experiences ever. And I learned so much, not only about myself as an artist but as myself as like a person away from music and ultimately it led me to where I am now and I made the switch to country and it just it never felt more right and I'm so grateful that I went through that because I mean growing up from where I'm from everybody is very it's a very small town we're a horse town everyone has horses here for the most part except for us I feel like my family and I and um so it was always like a part of me it was always in my background and then I strayed away from it because I didn't know anything else besides pop music at that point. But country music was still always with me. And then when I made the switch to country, it was just like a ah, breath of fresh air moment. I was like, "This is <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be." I was like that little light bulb moment when you're like in the movies, or like when the characters like, "This is the moment." That that's what it felt <laughs> like. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> you know, um, you know, I think that that's an incredible story, and I love the way you tell it. And I'm gonna. This is gonna probably sound. Um, I don't know how many of these episodes you've listened to. I'm sure all of them. Um, But, you know, sometimes this gets a little, um, you know, not safe for work. So I'm going to say this the way I, the best way I can. Um, I have to, before we continue, have to say that for somebody at your age, for doing what you're doing, you have... One, not only what it takes, but two, you have the people skills and the um, conversational skills that are gonna really take you further in this game than I think you you realize.
0: Thank you. You know I Because when I was younger, I could not even like I I could order my own stuff at a restaurant, but like I was so shy. Like when it came to like meeting people, I was like, uh-uh. like I, I'll hide behind my mom and like, <laughs> I'll let my mom introduce me. But like, no, now I've had to learn because I. You know, I'd be put in situations. Where I'm only gonna get what I want. Like I have to yeah. say what I want. I can't have somebody else speak it for me. Otherwise, people are not gonna take me seriously. And so it took a while for me to learn that. But ultimately, i I feel like I'm there. At least I'm still learning. Well, I but... mean, you
1: have. You really have this swagger to you, where, you know, I I've interviewed, or, or I hate I hate the word interview because that's not what this is. Um, I've talked to artists that are, you know. 13 to you know 50 right yeah and you know there's a there's a lot of guys and girls in your age range that are doing this thing and you know minus maybe one or two that I've talked to you have the best communication skills out of them all and I'm sorry for anybody else that is <laughs> listening to this but you know like because you know as somebody in my position you know going through this sort of thing it. it it's hard because like you never know what you're going to get. Am I going to get, you know, a 19 year old who can, can, t- can, you know, properly, you know, tell their story, or is it going to be like pulling teeth? And this is not what this is. And I'm, yep. I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. <laughs> um, you know, but. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And I, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody else. I really don't. Um, You know, but you even going through your social media, you hold yourself the same way. You know, I was doing my you know, my research on you today during the day, and when I saw that you were nineteen, I was like, There's no absolute way that you're that you're that you're that young with the presence you have and the you know, the confidence that you have. I think it's absolutely fantastic.
0: Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I mean It definitely was a lot of learning that I had to do growing up, but I feel like because I, people treated me like I was an adult at such a young age, in that, in no bad way, shape, or form, I was completely okay with it. I was not your typical like 12 year old, 13 year old. I was like, I wasn't playing with Barbies. I was like, okay, so like, what am I gonna do when I'm 25? Like, let's get started on that now. Yeah. It was like that type of thing. I was always like, never played at recess. I was always the teacher's pet, and I was like trying to help them grade papers. And yeah, yeah. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, well, I want to. I don't want to go play. So that type of thing. I've just always been very mature.
1: Yeah, personally, are you an only child?
0: I'm not. I have two no. oh. older brothers. They are 29 and 28, I believe, or it's 20. So- Twenty eight and twenty seven. I don't know, one okay. one or the other.
1: <laughs> but they're but they're old enough that they were when you were a little kid. They were already out doing their own thing.
0: Yeah, they so, they were a lot older than me.
1: Yeah, so you know, and in an essence, you are an only child, and you know that aspect of you know you you were the attention. You know, they were gone. You you had the attention, so that really plays a lot to this.
0: Well, yes and no, because I have my little cousin who lives with us, and she's oh, like, okay. Very. She's grown up with me and she's lived with me ever since she was born. And so she's always been, like, the little sister that, like, I never... That's not, like, my biological one, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But, like, my best friend and everything. And she she just turned 16, so we have her, too.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so, obviously, I, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. And that is your time on The Voice. How did that... How did you get into that and how... How was that experience for you? Because we've had a lot of people on this program that have either been on The Voice or Idol or, you know, one of the, you know, plethora of singing competitions and everybody has their own story. So I'm really curious on what yours is.
0: Yeah. So I started or not, I started, um, when I was 13, I had a few friends that were on the show and they were a little bit older than me, but they loved every bit of experience that they had on it. And i had a few of them that did both shows and, um they really enjoyed their time on the voice and I was like you know what like this is something that I might want to do further down the line and then but they they emailed me and asked me to audition but the age limit was 15 at that time so I was like I can't I'm 13 and I and then I was like maybe they'll ask me when I'm when I'm 15 and then of course when I turn 15 the age limit goes down to 13 and I was like Uh okay well that's really cool um (laughs) (laughs) and then I I didn't want to do it then because I just didn't feel ready for it. And then 16 came around and I was like, you know, I feel like at this moment in my life, I can hang with the big dogs. I can hang with all the professionals. Like I can, I can, I can be one of them. Um, And so they reached out to me again. And I was, I just told myself, I was like, I can do this. Like, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if not, I'm going to work my butt off. But if I, if I'm not ready for it, then I'm not ready for it. And I just got to keep working. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everything, as a learning lesson and even when you're told no it's not it's not nothing's permanent you can always right. work towards it again and there could be a different answer Grant sometimes there's not gonna be a different answer and that's when you just need to you know move on but you got to keep trying until until there's like a different answer you're gonna be told no a hundred times before you get told one yes um right and so that's always kind of what I live by and so when they emailed me I, I just said you know why not I I will try this there's no hurt in trying anything at least one time in your life and so I did it and it felt like it was auditions after auditions to callbacks to interviews for like months up until we were at blind auditions and it was like each time they were like oh okay like 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 let's hear three songs and I'd sing them they're like okay this is cool like you're moving on to the next round And I was like all right cool like I'm building confidence up like I was like okay I can do this right now I'm feeling pretty cool (laughs) um and then when I got to the blind auditions it was just so much fun because of how much I learned from there I met so many incredible people um like I swear it was jam sessions like every single night till security would come in the room or knock on the door and tell us to quiet down because people are trying to sleep that type yeah. of thing, and it was just, and we played this one game. It was kind of like a, I forget what movie. Oh, it was like Pitch Perfect. If you've ever seen that, yeah, yeah. If you haven't. I'm judging you because why uh, not you? I feel like everyone has. So I'm just. Everybody saying. has. Thank Every- you.
1: All right. I mean, and, and really out of the three, it's the only one you need.
0: Yep. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> um no and like you know like when they're like in like the like the pool that's all drained out and they're like doing the riff off or whatever yeah that's like what it felt like they would play the same forward chords and everyone would just jump in on a song and like we'd all sing together and it was just so much fun and then on top of that I still had school so I was like with the set teacher doing school anywhere from like an hour to like I think it was like five hours and then I'd go to rehearsals and then interviews and then wardrobe and then like back to the hotel so I could eat and go to bed and wake up the next day at like 5 a.m. to do it all again it was it was just so much fun and I had my mom there with me and um, and I mean that's just like the process from before blind auditions and then once we actually got to the blind auditions it was just so cool to see how many working parts there were because I didn't like I underestimated it I didn't think that there was going to be that many and so when I when I first like did my rehearsal from line auditions, and then I got to see like the whole set with like the with all the chairs and like the lighting and the music and the band, I was just taken back by it because I was like, "What is going on? What is my life? Like, I'm I'm still in high school right now. Like, <laughs> I should I should be in class, <laughs> yeah. um, that type of thing." I was like, I, "I think I barely had just gotten my license," and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" <laughs> I was like, "I should be learning how to pass my test, not 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 being on TV or anything." um and then obviously when kelly turned that was such a unforgettable an unforgettable moment because i mean kelly i've looked up to since i first started singing i mean she was my first concert ever i used to sing her songs or her song because of you at like every little local talent show near me and then all of a sudden i was on her team and it was just I don't know. There was so much joy and overwhelming feeling of happiness because I was like, I what I worked for for so long and has finally paid off, and I'm seeing results with it, and it was just so cool.
1: That's so, that's awesome.
0: Sorry, that was a lot of rambling. No, 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 <laughs> not at all, not at
1: all. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, because so I've had, um, you know, I've had people that have had on this show that you know they they, you know, this chair spins and all that, but I've and I've never asked this for some reason, but. How do you continue to sing? <laughs> like, one, oh. you know, Kelly Clarkson turns her chair around and you just keep on going. Like, how, how the hell do you not just go, all right, I'm done?
0: You know, the thing is that I wanted to. I almost did. <laughs> I see. OK, let me just give you a little backstory. That entire month leading up to it that I was there, I was feeling on top of the world. I was like, I got this. I'm practicing my stuff. I know what I'm doing. This is muscle memory. I, I felt on top of the world. No one could stop me. And then all of a sudden Blind Auditions Day came and I was like, oh, my God, this is real. This is happening. And it really wasn't that bad up until they like the I'm sitting in like the little room waiting for the doors to open and then the doors finally open. And I was like, "Okay, cool. I took my first step and like my knees like buckled and I was wearing like my heels and I was like, oh, my goodness and then there was like stairs leading up to the stage and I was like I'm gonna trip on these stairs they're gonna f- I'm gonna fall and and eat it on one of them and then all the judges are gonna see and that's gonna be my entrance it's gonna remember me by like state like falls stair fall girl or something like that I don't know <laughs> girl who's a klutz that type of thing and so but I got up there just fine. There was railing. So I walked up and then the, like the first little note, of my song started and I was like freaking out. Like my adrenaline and my nerves were all going at the same time. Um, and I started to sing and then I feel like I got maybe like 10 seconds into the song and then Kelly turns her chair and it just felt like every, there was just so much emotion that came over me. I felt like I wanted to do like a little like Irish jig up there and I was like, I can't do that People are watching me right now. I'm not by myself in my room. And so I I pulled it together but afterwards it was just smooth sailing cuz I I could relax. I there was no like pressure or tension anymore cuz I was like, all right, I got this. I, I made it. I'm good. I don't She was my first choice anyway, so I was like, I don't care if anyone else turns at this point. So <laughs> I am set.
1: That's awesome. Thank like you. I it, it, you know, I'm I, I don't know if you can hear in my voice, but I'm like smiling ear to ear because of how like how excited you are from it, like, makes me excited about it, because it's, you (laughs) know, it's, it's awesome to talk to people that are, like, living their dream, you know, and how, how it's come to be, and, you know, where you're going, because it's like, you know, I, I, you know, I, I pay attention, right, and it, you're on a trajectory that is, you know, I was listening to you a lot today in the car while I was at work, and, you know, the sound of your voice, and the songs you've put out that are out there, you know, all day I'm I was battling with myself on, you know, who to compare you to, you know, and, and I know that's not maybe not fair, but you know, the more and more I listened to you, the more and more, you know, it kept hitting me that your voice to me, you know, and I might be, you know, I might be going crazy here, but you know, I I best describe it as if Christina Aguilera and Carrie Underwood joined forces and your voice is a blend of both of those women and you give these songs such a defining sound that I don't think the genre has heard ever.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, that was so sweet. Thank you Sorry, so that, much. That was, a,
1: that, that was a lot for me, you know, but Whoa. like, that's, you know, you've got that, you have, you know, that country music, you know, Songwriting and storytelling aspect with that, you know, that blues and, you know, country rock and roll sound to your voice, where, you know, it's this is Presley's, you know, stage. And excuse the expression, but, you know, again, I swear like a truck driver, I'm a northerner, like, mm. you know, here's my stage, off of it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that, you know, and it's, you know, it, it kind of took me aback, you know, it really did. You know, yeah, I've listened to your songs prior to today, but, you know, getting ready for today, I really wanted to have a, a better sense of what I thought of your music. And, you know, that's what I, that's just what I came up with.
0: Well, thank you. I mean, Saying Christina Aguilera and Karen, Wood, those are honestly two, one of, not two, not one of two. They are probably within like my top people that I really look up to because they're such powerhouse voices and they're so unique in their own way.
2: So yeah. for you to say
0: that, that that you feel like I'm up there with them, like sound wise, I, I am very flattered. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. You're, now, now, with that being said, you know, I, I'll be the first to admit, I don't watch The Voice. I don't watch Idol. I don't. I just don't. It's nothing against any of those shows. I think they're great. I think their platforms are fantastic. I just I need to know what the hell's happening right now, and there's just this that takes forever, and I just want to know who the winner is. But, um, but how how did you end up faring in your season of the voice? How far did you get?
0: So I made it to top twenty four of okay. the voice, and then they they ended bring wow uh, tongue twister. Uh, <laughs> They ended up bringing me back out for the finale, um, and so I got to perform again. Honestly, that was the show that I really wanted to perform on, but I don't want to be like up there, up there. Because I was like, I just want to be brought back. Like, I, that's all. I, that's it, at that point in time, I was like, I don't care what happens now. I just want to be there for the finale, whether I'm coming back as like a normal performer later in life or it's gonna be this season. Because there's just so many. Okay, I will say when you go from blind auditions, you get like band, stage, lighting, and that's about it. But when you go for, like, the finale or, like, once you get, like, further into rounds, there is, like, like, whole production of, like, props and and scenery and backgrounds and lighting in the back and visuals. It is just so cool. So I was like, I just want to be part of that. I want to be seen on that stage with something like that. And then it ended up happening. I, I would say that I'm a manifester. I would say that because it's so weird. My mom thinks I have like a manifesting gift, but it's like most times, like when I speak it, it kind of happens. And so I'm like, you know what? I might as well try. If not, then nothing's going to happen and everything will go back to normal.
1: That's true. That's true. You know, if, if you don't believe it, you know, really, if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to. Exactly. So um, speaking of which, um, in your love for Kelly Clarkson, you know, I was doing some perusing on the internet today. Um, now I, it may have just been what I saw, but I saw that you got to sing with Kelly in Vegas. Is that, is that a real, is that this is, a real story? or well, that, is this...
0: <laughs> that is a real story. Yeah. So after, after, or not after um, right when the voice was ending as the finale was happening, I, um, I like in between commercial break. We were walking off, and Kelly came up to me, and she was like, "What are you doing on Friday? I'm have a show in Vegas, and I want you to sing with me." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm there!" Like I I was already planning on going because my parents they bought me tickets for my birthday because it was my 17th birthday, and so I was like, "Of course I'm going to be there!" Like it, duh, I'm gonna make this yeah. happen in some way somehow. It's like a three hour three hour four hour drive for me, so I was like, even if I'm driving up the day of and then driving back that night i'm going to be there and she was like okay perfect i like, I'll, I'll send you a text so we can figure out the songs and so um and so she like reached out to me and i was like oh my god she said what song do you want to do and i was like can i please do because of you with you like that that is the song for me like i and then i got there and she was like girl, i'm so happy you picked that <laughs> she was like i am so tired today i do not want to do that song right now <laughs> so i was dying laughing she's like i've sang the song for 20 years <laughs> or uh, 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 however long and I was like you know what I got it whenever you need me to sing the song I will <laughs> be there I yeah whenever need you need me to me
1: me step in That's yeah
0: I, I will be there for you um no and so and it was just so cool I, it was my 17th birthday and so she brought me out like a cake on stage and everyone sang me happy birthday while while I was there it was just wow. I
2: don't know it is
0: so cool in such I don't know I have like goosebumps still thinking about it because of how uh, like I don't know I I feel very weird talking about it but it was just like such a cool moment that like my inspiration is now my friend
1: right right
0: and I was like what what is my life like what is going on right now (laughs) this is not real but I always made jokes about it afterwards I think actually not even afterwards it was that night and I was like hey dad so this is my 17th birthday what am I doing for my 18th because uh, we got to top this one I don't think I can but like who am I singing with next year
1: (laughs) wow you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, you know, doing this, I've gotten to, I've gotten to meet a lot of people and, you know, I have phone numbers and, and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't think much about it. Right. I really don't. But in a case like yours, right. And I know we've been talking a lot about Ke- Kelly Clarkson, but it just, it just works. Right. Yep. Um, do you, do you get that where it's like, Hey, I could just text Kelly Clarkson right now and say, Hey, what's up? Or do you kind of like do you, I don't want to say you know your place because that sounds wrong, but do you know, is there a line there between the two of you or is there, is there no line?
0: I mean, she has always said that whenever, like any of her contestants do anything, like feel free to reach out to her because she is there to help us and to be there for us, which I think is really cool because it's not that she, she's not just a coach on the show. Like she's kind of like a coach afterwards as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, really awesome to know that she really wanted those artists that were on her team to be on there. Um, And so, I mean, I know I can text her and reach out to her, but I also know that she is an insanely busy woman with everything that she's doing. From The Voice to her talk show to the American Song Contest show that she's doing now. Like, But I know I can always reach out to her.
1: But yeah, 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 and that's so I like kind I totally of know my understand. place,
0: but also yeah, time, like I can reach out to her if I if I needed something or if I wanted to ask her a question or two.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Now, so you know, you have this foundation. You know, you've you've released some really great songs. What is what is coming for you? What do you what do you have planned?
0: So I have a lot of new music coming out very soon. Um, And I'm so excited for people to hear these songs. I feel like I have had them for so long. And I'm like, I just want them to be released to my little, like my little babies. (sighs) They're coming. That type of thing. And um, as well as just a lot of performing on May 28th, I'll be performing down in Temecula. And I'm not sure too much of the details on what time it is, but it's down at the Paltzer Winery. And then on, I think it's June 3rd, I'll be at NAM at the Weston Hotel performing and that's going to be a fun time if you've ever been to Nam or if you know what Nam is. That is just, like, a music convention on steroids. So I'm very excited for that. And then as well as on June 25th, I'm going to be performing in my hometown of Norco at Silver Lakes for Teen Topia, which is, like, a teen Coachella, if that makes sense. So, like, a normal okay. Coachella lineup. Let's just put it that way. But, like specifically for ages 13 to 18 so like basically when like like when my mom didn't let me go to Coachella and she was like Cause there's, <laughs> there's just bad people around like you don't need to be out there and I was like but it's only like an hour away from me and she's like no nope, you can't go so, so it's like if it was that thing like if they had Teentopia when I was around it's like I would have been like that because so I was like you know what I could have gone there because it was a safe environment so that is what that's what Teentopia is
1: that's cool yeah it's cool. There should be more things like that for for kids. So it's not always a, you know, possibility of a you know unsafe situation.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially at like such a young age, because I feel like people can be, I don't know, I don't know what the right way to put it, but it, there, there could just be some weird influences there, and it's just yeah. like, it's not it's not the best best setting for someone who's growing up.
1: Right. You know, I, it, it's funny because it's like, you know, my parents always went to concerts and live shows and stuff, and I always wanted to go. And, you know, they put an age on it. You know, that's like, you're not coming with us until you're, I think I was like 12. Yeah. Um, you know, because of things that happen at shows and, you know, especially depending on who you're going to see, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the kind of the battle I'm in right now. You know, my oldest just turned 12. And um, last summer I brought him to see Brothers Osborne, and even that's, you know, that's a mellow crowd in comparison to some other things we could have gone to, but, um, you know, it's definitely like a, you know, being a parent, you're like, oh shit, you know, do I really, <laughs> what, what, what are we going to run into, what am I going to have to explain on the way home?
0: yep. <laughs> What's going to be the questions asked afterwards?
1: Right, right. Exactly.
0: Dad, what's this? Yeah.
1: What does yeah. this mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, did, what, did, what, did, what was that per- What was that smell? It's like, yeah. oh, no, forget it. Forget <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so when's this new music coming out?
0: Um. So I just released Gamble on You um, a little yeah. bit ago, and the music video just came out two weeks ago, I want to say. So the next song... You can expect probably within the next month or oh, no, I wouldn't say month or two. Let's just say the next couple of months sooner than you would think. <laughs> Actually, I guess it's not sooner than you would think because I just kind of told you, but pretty soon, considering.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Oh yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I mean, little do you know this. This is gonna. This is one of the first episodes of season three, so you know that it'll be probably around the time the new song comes out anyway. Oh,
2: perfect. So
1: you know, that works. Oh, you yeah. can just, you can, if you want, you can just text me a date and we can maneuver it. So it all comes out at the same time.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so what is your alt you know, you're living in Southern California, you know, what is your, do you have plans to get out of there? I mean, you know, you're not far from the Bakersfield sound, I guess. You know, you could go to Texas. You could you know, do what everybody else does and go to Nashville. Does any of that appeal to you? Is that any sort of plan or are you cool with being in California?
0: It does but also at the same time, I know there's so much to do out here, at least away from music and that's like a big thing for me because I am very active in that sense. Like I love Whether or not, like, my day's off, like, I want to be at the beach or I want to go to the lake for the weekend or I want to go ride quads out in the sand dunes. It's, like, we have all that here and most places don't have that. So, I'm, like, oh, what do I want to do? But um, I know I'll probably be making the switch. I wouldn't say very soon, but in probably the next couple of years or at least having a place out there where it's a little more accessible instead of trying to book, like, an Airbnb and then spending so much money out there. And then Uber's. Because I'm 19 and I can't get a rental car.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't
0: drive a rental car. I'm not 25. So I'm like, geez, like why, why can't they lower it? No. Right. Um, And so I probably, I do want to move out there at some point. I'm just not sure when.
1: Nice. Nice. Now, so your whole team is everybody, you know, who's on your team in your area or do you have people in, in other places?
0: So my whole team, besides like myself and my parents, um, they are out in Nashville. Okay, so, all right. But I'm out in Nashville. I want to say like every month and a half to two months-ish. I try to be out there as much as I can while also kind of strategically planning everything. So it's like, I'll get back to Nashville and they're like, oh, like we need you to come back. And I was like, give me like a month or two and then I'll get like so many things lined up so I can make the most out of my trip.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, like like we've been talking about, like I've been saying, you know, you're on a trajectory that, you know, really could be unstoppable i i think um you know you have such a social media presence now did a lot of that stem from your time on the voice or has that been you know a lot of your own grassroots you know kind of campaigning for yourself and getting out there and and doing doing the thing
0: so i would say it's about 50 50 i went on the voice with about thirty thousand followers i want to say at least through instagram but i also before TikTok was TikTok, it was Musical.ly, and so I was... I got a lot of traction on there from posting, <laughs> like, stupid little dance videos <laughs> and, like, yeah. l- singing videos that I look at, and I was like, Jesus, Presley, that was terrible. Why? Why? Who let me post that? I just want to know that. And I, like, look like I like, just woke up, and I'm like, oh, well, that's... They're getting to see the real me. That, that's that's just what it is. Um, <laughs> And so... It was just from, like, that, and then after I went on The Voice, I definitely started to see, like, my numbers, I guess, grow on social media, so I would yeah. say it's about 50 and since then, I want to say I probably, let's just say The Voice gave me, like, a pretty, pretty good amount of exposure that
1: I'm very grateful for. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and I'm sure, you know, I mean, your talent alone is really speaks for itself. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um... God, this there's so much I could ask. Um, <laughs> so with what you're doing and you know how how you started, you know, kind of in the pop world and whatnot, um, is it was it hard for you to make that transition to, you know, country music and
0: I would say that it was almost easier than I expected it to be. Because there's always the fear of starting over and feeling like you're at square one again yeah because I mean growing up it's like all I did was pop music that's all I knew so I felt like I was learning something completely different but I also didn't take into account of me going to writing sessions and me going to the studio and rehearsal processes and understanding what all of that was like I didn't take into account that like I've already been through that I already learned that so it's it's not really that I'm starting over again it's just that I'm adapting to the changes yeah Um, and so when I made the switch to country it was just it was like a no-brainer at the same time because it, I knew that's what I was supposed to do and like what what I was meant to do because it just felt so right.
1: Yeah.
0: And then when the switch was even easier than expected, I was like, this is, this is, this is like, it's like that little, like I said, that little cheesy moment in the movies and they're like, oh, the light bulb goes <laughs> off above your head? Um, And it was just, I don't know. It was like, it was, I keep saying the same thing. I'm trying to find words for it, but it felt like in that time and in that moment that there was nothing else in the world that, like, would make as much sense as that because it was just so right. Yeah. Like, it was calling my name. And so when I made that switch, it was just so easy. And all I felt like I had to do was just find my sound as a country artist. And I feel like I found that sound pretty quickly. I mean, I definitely have songs that I've recorded and that I've written. I'm like, oh, that's definitely not me. I just was trying things out. But <laughs> my thing is you also got to gotta try it before you can, like actually give it like a full like oh is this me do i like this uh i don't all right let's try something new because it doesn't hurt to try anything yeah. the worst that's going to happen is you just continue on the path that you're on and you continue until you find something else and then see what works and see what sticks and so i feel like i know where i am and who i am through my music and i'm very grateful to have found that so
1: quickly considering the switch that's awesome that's awesome no no i'm going to ask you a really hard question and i and i it's okay if you don't want to fully answer it, right? All
2: right. Did,
1: did the thought of making the switch to country music was that was part of it based on its current popularity? You know, where like I'm not gonna talk out of turn here, but you know the current pop world sucks, right? Yeah. And country music is, you know, it's really kind of taken over that quote unquote pop world, and you know, right, yeah. wrong, or indifferent. Um now was that was that like a conscious decision for you where it's like, you know what this genre's kind of taken off. Why don't I give it a give it the old college try and see what happens?
0: No, honestly for me, I got to the point with my pop music where I just was unhappy with it, and I felt like everything that I was writing and everything that the producers were doing and not that it was bad work whatsoever, it just wasn't who I was, yeah. And I was trying to find who I was during that time because I was only going with what I knew, and that was pop music, and to continue on that path, and it was almost making me be something that I wasn't. I mean, I I'm not like your super flashy, like like wear a crop top and short shorts. <sighs> yeah, and, and will shake my booty in front of everybody. No, I I can't do that. I that's not. I can't do that. I don't have the facilities for it, nor Am I gonna do that? Because I am uncomfortable. No judge to anyone else because I respect it. You gotta do what you gotta do. And they get what they like they they know what they're doing, they're confident in themselves for it. Um but it's like when I was in there, I just didn't love who I was in it, and I felt like I was being pushed to do things that weren't me. And at the yeah. end of the day, I was like, I I I mean I came off the voice and and I remember Kelly told me this and she was saying she was like you have to do at the end at the end of the day you have to look at yourself in the mirror you have to love what you do for you to be happy and I had already gotten to that point where I was like I am not happy what what can I do to fix this and so I mean I grew up like the town that I'm from everyone out here is like super super country like I mean not super country but like everyone moves here for horse property and so they're from other states and from other places and so um I've always kind of had that background with me everyone around me was like that it's a very small town everyone knows everyone you go to like this is funny but like you go to starbucks or like taco bell you're gonna see people on their horses in the drive through and it's just like i don't know that kind of thing and country music was played everywhere and so i've always had that in me and i grew sing it growing up a little bit not too much but something that i also really enjoyed um And so when I got to the point where I just was like, I am unhappy with what I'm doing. I need to, I need to figure out, I need to take a little step back, take a breather and figure this out because otherwise I'm going to continue on this path forever and I'm going to hate it.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I did like a little bit of soul searching and I looked like, I looked at like the full picture and I was like, this is where everything is leading me to. I don't know if this is supposed to happen, but this feels right. And I'm not going to question it until it gets to a point where I need to be questioned. And I don't think I have a better choice than what I'm doing now because it just feels so authentic and so who I am. Because I get to say the things that I want to say in my music, as well as being heard, because people take me seriously here too, as well. And I, I don't know. It's just a, it's a different feeling.
1: Yeah. You so know-
0: no, not necessarily. I'll to rephrase it wasn't, it wasn't because of the fact that country music was like, was gaining its popularity again, I feel like, but because of the fact that it just felt right.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's, I, I, I listened to you and it's, I listened to you talk and, and I know I said it at the beginning, but you know, I really, I'm amazed by you and your, you know, your, your humbleness and your, you know, your self-awareness you know it's incredible I, I really hope like not that I'm sure there's a lot of you know kids listening to this show but I think if there's any you know young girls or boys or whatever that are listening to this you know hear what you have to say and you know you're somebody they should be looking up to because you have all of those pieces you know to really really do it and you've got you you have it you just have it you know I I don't there's not much more for me to say (laughs) about it other than that you know it's it's you're quite impressive that's for sure thank you
0: thank you thank you
1: you're very welcome um you know I I I I got I'm like just blown away by your whole story like and how (laughs) I I, you know how really really self-aware you are you know and like you have you have a sense of who you are and where you're going and what you want to do. And I think it's incredible. I think it's really, really great.
0: Thank you. I mean, it, I will say again that it was a lot of learning. I mean, my from with like growing up, like my dad, I used to play soccer. And that's what I thought I was going to do my entire life. My whole family played soccer growing up. My dad played a little bit, like he plays every here and here and there and still now. Um, and my brother still played um, every once in a while. And so it's like, that's what I thought I was going to be doing. I thought I was gonna be going to go into playing soccer up until high school, maybe play in college, and then be done. That's And then move on to, like, your typical nine-to-five job. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so it's like, my dad was my soccer coach also growing up, and he was the one that was always saying, like, you have to put the effort in for, if you want results, you're going to have to put the effort in because no one else is going to do it for you. He's like, I can't make you a better soccer player. I can give you all the skills, but it's whether or not you want to use them. And so I feel like I transferred that over into music in every way possible because it's like, it is right, like, I'm not going to become who I want through my music if I'm not speaking up for myself if I'm not putting in the work if I like I'm not the greatest guitar player but you know what I've come a long way since when I first picked up the guitar a year ago two years ago like before then oh my god it sounded like a cat was dying and it was (laughs) not good but like let's just say now. but it's like little 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 wins that I feel like is like what gets me by because I'm like okay like there there is progress I am this isn't for nothing I'm proud of what is going on and it took a while for me to realize that and that, I don't know, I also took in what everybody has told me and, like, everybody's stories and kind of really listened to what made them successful and what they do, whether or not, and it's not even successful that they make a lot of money if they do, do this, do that. It was just for the fact that they're happy with what they're doing. Yeah. And that's a big thing for me because, I mean, everybody can be playing music. And making money and becoming big, huge stars, and I'm like, oh. if that happens, it happens. But as long as I'm happy and I'm proud of where I am, that's all that matters. Because everything else will come with it. That's not like the end goal. It's not like, a, oh, I'm I'm doing I'm playing to make money. And it's like, no, I'm I'm doing this because I want I want to do this.
1: It's cause right.
0: what, it makes what it what it's what makes me happy.
1: That's that's great. You know, I, I'm so I'm gonna ask you a cliche question, and this is actually really the first time I've asked this. Mm-hmm. If you weren't doing this, what what would that nine to five look like for you? I'd be a real estate agent with my dad. Really? <laughs> Not I, even I, a question.
0: Yeah, I, I I am in the last <sighs> process. I already have finished my course for real estate, but I just have to take my last test. Just, I just wanted to do it just to say I can do it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, a why not? Uh, right, I have a right. bunch of free time. And so I was like, you know what? I might as well just start my course. I'm not going to school or anything because of, of music. I chose to do music instead of school because I know school will always be there. Um, and I can do everything online at this day and age. Right, so I was right, like, you know right, what? Right. If for some reason I want to go back to school, I can. And I know that I would be able to. But I might as well continue on with what I love right now. Because if not, then uh, there's what other, what other time is going to be better than that?
1: Yeah, might as well yeah. like,
0: live in the highs of it
1: that's right that's yep. right
0: but yeah. i did get my real estate license at least in the process of it just because just kind of like a little little thing for me to do to be like yeah i, I did that
1: <laughs> that's great at least you know it, 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 it's one of those things like if god forbid something happened tomorrow like you'd have something to to fall back for
0: yeah i mean if i'm being like more if that would be the answer if i wasn't doing any sort of music in general, but I mean, if I'm not performing, I'm at least going to be songwriting and doing that. I know that for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, um, so really, I mean, is there what else do you want to tell us about you as a person uh, before we before we start to wrap it up and get into the final aspect of of this show?
0: Ooh. I'm not sure. I'm not. I I feel like uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I like said my journal to you right now. <laughs> no.
1: Um, dear diary.
0: Yeah. Dear diary. And you like spell diary <laughs> wrong and it's like, yeah. dairy. I definitely, when I was younger, I definitely said like, dear dairy. And I was like, I look back at it and I was like, oh my gosh. you're well, a um, now?
1: I'm dumb. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was like, you're illiterate. You need
1: to go back to
0: school. No, no, I'm better. <laughs> Maybe college I should have gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think there's anything else, really. I mean, just for the fact that if people are watching me and and wanting to come to any of the shows, oh, that's one thing I forgot to mention. I'm going to be out in Nashville May 16th through the 20th, and I'll be performing at Bluebird Cafe, I believe, on the 17th and then Or no, on the 18th, I will be there um, performing at Bluebird. And then on the 17th, I'll be at Tin Roof Cafe. Or not Tin Roof Cafe, Tin Roof on Broadway. And so those are going to be fun times. I'm going out with um, a bunch of other artists, and it's going to be a good time.
1: That's awesome. Now, have you ever been up here, up into the Northeast?
0: I have not. I Actually, yes, I have. But like not since I was very little, and I kind of don't remember it very well, but the, there's a few places that I want to go up there and visit.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because this, this Boston, New England area, the, the country music scene here has really kind of exploded in the last 10 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of the locals, you know, a lot of the local artists are, are fantastic. You know, it's it's, oh, yeah. it's it's a great culture around here. It really is. Oh, I
0: bet. There's just so much... I feel like in today's day and age, there's so much... I mean, besides 30 years ago, at least from 2000s till now, I feel like there's just so much more appreciation with music nowadays. Yeah. At least I felt like that when I was growing up. Um, but it also could have been because I also thought words were a lot differently and I didn't understand the meaning and the impact of songwriting when I was younger. But now that I do, I feel like I listen to everything and I just appreciate how much time and effort and true like artistic ability there is to songwriting what music means to people
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's it's you know especially in the last few years you know I think music is what's kind of kept a lot of people going
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: so now you know I, I can't again I can't thank you enough for coming on and telling your story and you know, I'm, I'm sure it's, this isn't quite like, you know, other interviews you've done or conversations you've had, um, you know, so I really appreciate you telling us about you and who you are and, you know, some of, some of the more, you know, personal aspects of, of who you are. I think it's awesome.
0: Well, thank now, you. Now, you you're welcome.
1: Listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so I have, I, you know, I told you, I don't prepare any questions, um, but I do have a set that I always ask and I can only ask you half of the set because you know, you're 19 and have never drank alcohol before in your life. So um, who are your boots um, that you wear? And that's, that's the only part of the question you're getting because you've never had alcohol before.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I would say junk gypsy, old gringo, um, what other ones do I love? Idle, Idle Wild, or Idlewind. Those are some good ones. I'm trying to think of what others. Mainly like Old Gringo though, and Junk Gypsy. Right. It's because I have small calves, and they don't make me look like I have little like <laughs> dick calves. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't do ankle boots because then it looks like it's like a like a like a marshmallow with a toothpick in it. <laughs> so we gotta go Uh, like the long and skinny ones
1: that's too funny yeah that's that's all you know it's it's i guess it's different for guys because it's like i put my boots on and you know my jeans just go over them so you don't even see them anyway
2: yeah i mean
0: but but i mean you can sometimes if you want to be weird and wear them inside the boots but yeah
1: no 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 that's 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 too weird (laughs) and, and that's super uncomfortable
0: yeah, <laughs> you get like the jeans like rubbing on your ankle. And your <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's like I can't even wear like ankle socks in my boots because yeah. it's like oh, too close. They're too close. Yeah, they're too close <laughs> to my skin. <laughs> uh, man, too funny. So if you were wondering, which I'm sure you can guess, the other question was, what's your whiskey? But yeah, um, you know, just water and you know, soda for you, I guess. Nice
0: yeah, tea. lots of lots of teas.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep it at that in case mom and dad are listening. Uh, but you know, in all honesty, uh, Presley, thank you so much for being here. You know, it's I've been looking forward to this for quite some time to hear your story and all about you. And I, you know, you didn't disappoint. And I thank you so much for that.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I I really enjoyed this.
1: Absolutely, and I will uh, I'll keep you informed on when it's coming out. Like I said, this will be part of season three, which will be. You know, a couple of weeks down the road here, but definitely you'll be at the uh, the beginning half of season three. That's for sure.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. So, so thank
1: you. I hope you have enjoyed the rest of your night. I mean, for you, you still have plenty of night. For me, it's bedtime. But okay. <laughs>
0: um... hope you sleep well. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So nice.
1: um, we'll yeah. So
0: toothpicks and marshmallow legs don't I...
1: want you <laughs> in your dreams. Yes right now i now i have that image in my head Thanks. yes, yes. <laughs> that's awesome well presley thank you so much enjoy your night i appreciate your time so much and will uh you're you're always welcome back to the show whenever whenever you've got something going on or wanna wanna vent about anything we're always here for you
0: sounds good thank you so much
1: thank you have a good you night you as well okay bye Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Presley Tennant. Presley, thank you so much for taking the time and being on the show. I've wanted to get you on this show for freaking ever, and I was able to, and we had to push it, push it, and push it, um, but thank you so much for being your patience and everything else. You're absolutely killing it out there since I've talked to you. You 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 know you were killing it when I talked to you. You're killing it even more now. You've had a hell of a summer. Keep kicking ass, girl. You're doing it. Just keep going. Because you know what? If you don't keep going, you're never going to reach your dreams, right, everyone? And um, it's, you know, that's a big lesson we can all take, right? If don't stop. I freaking hate saying it. Don't stop believing, but don't. You know, if you've got a chance, take it. Well, now I sound like Cody Johnson. Um, but no, but seriously, seriously. All of these episodes we do, right, and all these people we talk to, that's the common thread here, right? And that's why I love this show so much is because everybody just keeps on keeping on, and they fight for their dreams, and they keep going. And Presley is another prime example of this, a girl that is really, you know, incredible voice, kicked ass on the voice, kicks ass now, even off the voice— you know if you follow her instagram and you follow her on social media she's just she's got thousands and thousands of followers she's she's absolutely doing it she's doing it the right way and she's you know what she's kicking ass and taking names and i and i you know what you go girl because you're killing it and i love it um like i said at the top of the show A lot of moving things this week. We are definitely going to be at Chris Lane on Friday here at Bold Point Park in East Providence. A big shout out to our friends over at Bold Point and Waterfront Concert Series. Um, They're awesome. We've got a bunch of more shows with them this year. This year we have, we are going to announce our Kip Moore um, ticket giveaway. Come in here in the next couple of days. Also, we have new rocks glasses for pre-order. They are $20 each. $5 extra for shipping and handling. Unless you're local and I can drive it to you. Um, $25 for those. Um, please go pre-order those. They are they have the Boots and Whiskey Podcast logo in them. They are etched in the glass themselves. That's why they're a little more expensive. They're handmade. They are absolutely gorgeous. I can't thank our friends over at American Grit and Grace for doing this pre-order and getting it done for us. They're absolutely freaking gorgeous. Um, Amanda over there made me a mason jar, and I was like, we need to do more of this. So she's made rocks, glasses, and... We're gonna, we're gonna kill it. We're killing it. We're killing it. Kill it. More merch is coming: shirts, koozies, hats, you name it. It's coming. You've been asking and asking and asking. It's finally coming together. Um, we have some other great, great things happening that I don't want to announce yet, but. Big things are happening for the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. And I got to thank each and every one of you for listening, liking, following, sharing, subscribing, everything you've all done. This show is not possible without you all. And it's definitely not possible without my wife and my family and everybody else. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. You know, you're helping me. I'll, you're allowing me to live my dream and I'll I'll never forget that you know and that's a big that's big to my wife and my kids you know they've sacrificed a ton over this last year and and um you know it's it's not unnoticed I know I don't say thank you enough for them and I know you know I know jokingly uh, I know my wife doesn't listen to these episodes but um if I put it out in the ethos you know she'll know and you know I tell her on on my own in my own gym ways but Thank you everybody, and thank you to them for their sacrifice. And like I said, big shows this week, Chris Lane, another one on Saturday I'm not announcing. Um, we're still hoping for Morgan Wallen on Thursday. Not sure how that's going. I just gotta wait for I'm um, just wait for the email. And then next week we got a show too. We have Kip Moore and then we actually have a, ne- a show next Friday night, another one we were invited to that I am not announcing yet until we are on our way to it. Um, a big one. It's, it's three people on the same bill that I am absolutely giddy to see all together. Um, a really good friend of ours, Greg has helped us out big time there. So without further ado, thank you all so much for listening for the new people that have come to listen to Presley. Thank you so much for, for taking the time until next time, everyone keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers.